Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to ali.vision. Hello and welcome to the Blossoming Unity podcast. We are Dennis and Nicole, and we are here to introduce you into the conversation about different spiritual perceptions, techniques, and methodologies in order for you to have inspiration for your day-to-day life. Welcome. Hello, Nicole. Hello. Good morning, good evening, good day, good wherever you are. Yes, yes. So... Another one. We're doing it again. Again. I think this is what, number seven? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Six or seven, yeah. I think you posted on Instagram number seven. Yes, it's seven. You're right. Oh. And we had the synchronicity yesterday with the date 1010. Yes. Powerful energy. Saturn wow. went direct yesterday on the 1010. That makes sense. Yes. And it's like what Saturn is standing for is is like um, he's standing for the big structures in society for. Yeah. So when Saturn you should feel it (laughs) probably. Absolutely. Saturn calls you on your shit. Yeah. You're not doing the work. Not only that, it's even like. I was I was looking at this this guy's um, when Saturn's light is moving direct, um, there is a long, hard, cold look at reality that you need to take. <laughs> long, cold, and hard. <laughs> Best way to and look at it. <clears throat> like, I love the Saturn energy because this is the the the, the planet was retrograding for like four or five months. And now went direct again. And then he will be retrograding again um, next year. So, yeah, this should be interesting. Very intense energy to start off the week. It is uh, beautiful energy, nonetheless, but very intense. It is... uh, It's allowing these desires to continue to seek. You know, and I noticed in a lot of our podcasts, we always end up coming back to the divine feminine and masculine. We should have just called it the blossoming divine feminine and masculine. (laughs) Blossoming duality. (laughs) But it's them coming together into unity. So it makes sense. Yeah. But this week, it's really going to be about the divine feminine energy. And it's not neglecting the divine masculine, but it's being able to remain grounded as that divine feminine energy dances. Definitely remain grounded. The stuff's intense. Yeah. How would you recommend people to ground? There are some very simple techniques. Um, works great with some, may not work the best with others. Uh, something very simple is just going to put your feet in the grass, sitting, crossing your legs, learning not to cross your legs when you're in front of a powerful or learning to cross your legs when you're in front of a powerful piece of life. So whether you know, you're eating food 
food brings a lot of prana into the body and it's a very powerful life force energy. It keeps this life force flowing. Same with the breath. We have major, major things happening here. And when you honor that, you honor that major piece of life, that powerful piece of life with your legs crossed. It's, it's, you know, you see, when you sit in meditation, you sit with your legs crossed. When you sit in, in prayer, you sit with your legs crossed or you're bowing. It's really honoring. It's honoring and, and respecting. So <clears throat> doing those simple things will help the system come back to that sense of spaciousness because you're, you're being present with your food you're being present with that powerful and it, it could even be with other people um definitely with other people they are very powerful pieces of life and you definitely want to have your legs crossed because you don't want to take it anything that you don't want to um deal with also if you're sitting just taking a moment to breathe out for four seconds Hold it, four seconds. Inhale, four seconds. Hold it, four seconds. And do that a few times. Find the rhythm. Definitely put you back in the body <clears throat> and grounded. For me, the easiest thing for me to ground is being aware of the inner energy within me. And mm. just in this moment right here, you can feel the flow of energy happening in your hands. An easy practice is starting with your hands if you're not used to doing that type of practice, but just sitting there and closing your eyes and just feeling your hands and um, not moving your fingers or using this, the, the sense of touch, but just sensing your hands and allowing whatever to come up to come up you might have a you know a warm sensation a tingling sensation and sitting with that and you can actually feel that throughout the entire body <clears throat> now when you feel it throughout the entire body which can take practice and and doing it you're 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 calling back that that that, that conscious energy and bringing it present with the body and it's really grounding taking a shower can be really grounding as well um, sitting in water. Um, there's many different grounding techniques that you can do, and you don't have to only stick with one of them. You can experiment with many of them. You can make your entire day a grounding exercise. I think what's really important for people to understand um, is that grounding grounding means being present. And if you're if you're having trouble grounding yourself in um there i i pretty much see like in my clients <clears throat> that they're having a lot of trouble in being present within their body because if they would be present that would mean that we need to feel what there is and we are sometimes you have a lot of pain within you or a lot of it could be physical pain but it could also be mental pain that your 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 thoughts are really negative or it could be emotional pain like depending on what's your teacher right and um so 
understand that if you're having trouble with being grounded, like if this is a topic that you have, and someone of the listeners feels like I cannot ground myself and therefore I cannot concentrate and therefore I'm not very, therefore I'm having my ADHD or whatever you call the thing that you're doing. Um, I feel exercising with feeling what there is, like what Dennis said, the, the exercise with feeling your hands. Or you can, there's also a thing, it's called body scan. And the body scan, what it does is um, you're scanning your body. You're just feeling what there is in your physical body. You start at the toes of your feet and then you work yourself slowly, slowly up. You feel how your foot is like placed on the ground, how um, each toe feels. Then you feel your ankles. Is there some pressure in the in the, um, I don't know, the English word thing. And then you, you, you work yourself up your, your legs, your lower, your sheens, and you feel like in every cell, like you almost make contact with every little cell and you just feel what there is. Is there pressure? Is there pain? Is there anything basically? And with this exercise, it's very easy because it helps you to focus your mind on something and therefore the mind gets more quiet. For those of you that are, ha that are having like running thoughts or, or very negative thoughts, this is a really, really good exercise to feel what there is. And if for those of you that are a little bit um, further in the process, what you can start to do is feel the room. How does the light enter the room? How does uh, the air feel in the room? Where is some dense energy? Where is the energy really light? All of this, like this is a, a great, great exercise in, in just sitting with reality, sitting with what there is. Because I think what's really important to understand is nothing will change to the better in your life as long as you're pushing away what there is it will it will come back again and again and again and you're always in this cycle of um of no i don't want you but i want you but i don't want you but i want you because what there is is teaching you is the doorway to what needs to come right like if you're, if you're willing to sit with what there is and not thinking it's good or bad, it's just there. Um, then new doors can open within yourself in order to attract new things. And I'm not saying that um, this is an easy task. I think it's it's um, for, for most of us, it's one of the hardest tasks ever uh, it, in this life to just sit with what there is, especially if you had very severe trauma, you're used to not feel what there is. You're, and with severe trauma, I don't only mean like sexual abuse into your childhood or like the, 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 the extreme heavy stuff, but I mean severe trauma in sense of that your nervous system whenever the trauma happened was not capable of transforming the information 
overnight. So it's still sitting in your prefrontal cortex. And, and what that does is it's, it's actually creating those patterns, those behavior patterns, those emotional patterns, those relationship patterns that we're all having. And they're serving you to see what there is. So grounding for me is, of course, there is the walking through grass and in nature and all of that. But for me, grounding is mostly with sitting and accepting what there is. And this is uncomfortable, I know. I mean, it, it is, it's still sometimes is uncomfortable for me to, to feel what there is when I don't want to feel it, when I want to be better than I, than I am, when I want to be further than I am, when I want to be different. But nevertheless, there is a reason why things are what they are, how they are. Also, to add to that is... Uh... People like to stay in their mind because when they start analyzing those parts of the body, they start feeling fear because the mind only knows survival. So when it starts experiencing something new, you know, you're experiencing your body in a new way. If you're doing it at a very intense rate to start off with, it can cause a lot of fear to the mind. Even the fear could have been left in the muscles and the cells within the body and then comes up to the mind, which generates more. So being able to, like you were saying, see things as they are right here and now, that includes watching the mind, that includes watching the breath, that includes if there's a flower sitting in front of you or a garbage can accepting exactly what it is right here yes yes and that that is also i i feel to say sitting with what there is is a masculine quality and since we all have masculine and feminine energies within us it is um that's the reason why a lot of people face the problem that they don't have a masculine structure they're they're um because we're we're also like you know the way we grow up we're not taught how to hold space how to live this masculine energy because at the end of the day what everyone is is showing you is what how not to do that how not to be present how not to um to feel what there is how to find a coping strategy to to not be present like if it is an iphone or an ipad or a tv or food or alcohol or drugs like you name it you can go from there to there in, in its great in its degrade degree of of coping right of not feeling mm. but this is basically what there is i mean it's really interesting in the studies of trauma 
um, when, when you look at um, drug abuse in women, like they found out that 95% of women that are using drugs, like whatever, like marijuana, like whatever kind of drugs, LSD, cocaine, whatever, they were sexually abused. And so women are taking drugs to not feel where with men, this can be the case, or it also can be the case that they're, um, that they have other pain, which they don't want to feel because the masculine, like the men in our society, they have a really, really hard job to do. They, because what the men, are doing is they're 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 here to protect and provide that's their role right but um the role is is so hard because like our physical body the bio holds a lot of information like there is this epigenetic which is like having your the information of your whole ancestor line within your physical body and you can unlock them and so as when you're incarnating as a man in a masculine body, the, 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 the storyline of, of protecting and dying for your family and, and, and um, providing is, is, is within the, the, the physical system, right? So <clears throat> it is really, really difficult for men to to access this ancestor DNA information and still be present because it's very difficult to, to, to dissect what is really mine, like what is my energy of my incarnation right now? What is ancestor energy, what's, what's coming from the ancestors? What's coming from the collective? What's coming from what I consume. So this is really difficult and it's difficult for women as well, of course, but for the men, like masculine, like the masculine was dying for the feminine for eons of time. And this is now to be changed, right? Because it should not be like that. The masculine should not need to die. And it's, it's in the human incarnation like that, but also within animal world. The masculine is holding a lot of sadness and fear and they're not allowed to, 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 to feel that because imagine if they would feel it, what, what would that do? It's very heavy. It's very frightening. So the masculine has amazing coping. Right? They say masculine and feminine, uh, they're not the same. This, this is basically a lie, but today it's true. In essence, we are the same. In essence, Dennis and I are the, the exactly same. We have the exact same energy fields flowing through us. We have the exact same um, energies. But the question is, if you're incarnating in a masculine body, you're having a different, um, a different task to cleanse than if you're incarnating in a feminine body where you have another task of cleansing and clearing your karma. So the cleansing and clearing your karma in a masculine body is another, um, is another, how can I say that? Um, kind of job to do. 
So for masculines to, to be able to feel what there is, there is a, at the moment a lot more bravery needed than for the feminine. Because feminine are used to feel what there is because it has innately to do with the fact that they're birthing children. So they have to watch. They, the, the connection to the physical body is a completely different one. And for the masculine not to feel was very smart because if you had to go out and protect your family from a, I don't know, from a huge lion or a bear or whatever it was, or you had to fight wars, that if there was no space for emotions. Like, and even today when there's no war, masculine, like what the men are doing is, is like crazy. There, we have an, like Jordan B. Peterson said really nicely, I love him. He said, we have this impossible infrastructure that we built on this planet. We have electricity lines in the, in the height of, uh, I don't know how many feet. And we have those tunnels which are going down and someone needs to take care of that. And that's not women going there. It's not women climbing the, 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 the things and going up and repair the cables because electricity is not working anymore. Just always the men. The men are like, they're building the streets and they're building holes in mountains to do things there. And like the masculine men are like, it's really crazy what we do. And the masculine, the men are taking care of this infrastructure, but it's really dangerous. So if they would feel this, this fear of dying constantly, we, we would be gone. So yeah, being able to feel what there is as a man is a different storyline than as a woman, woman. But nevertheless, um, however, it's the same because we all have masculine and feminine energy within us. And we as women, we need to understand that for a man incarnated in a masculine body, there are other obstacles, I would say, or other rules to come into contact with what there is than for women. And men need to understand that as well. It's women are definitely way more likely to wake up spiritually. I, do you think so? Absolutely, 100%. I think probably because they have to they have that intuition. Well, men. and also, I mean, if you look at cycles, the moon cycle, their cycles are shorter. You see it every month. You're more in tune, more in tune with what is easier to be able to see the cycles to break them for a man. It's every 12 years. Yeah. Depending on if the man is really in, in alignment with the moon as well which he can, if he has that balance of that masculine and feminine energy, then he could be watching the moon and understanding the cycles of that as well. Short cycles. Oh, this is what I learned. This is what I need to release and just let it go as well. Mm -hmm. But that's, I don't meet many. I haven't met many that way. I'm not saying that there isn't, but I haven't met many men that, that have. And there are it's really interesting. I know a lot of men which are awakened. Mm. it's probably because i'm attracted like i work with you also like i like the work that i'm doing there are a lot of men here but also within ali there are a lot of men which are really awake and wide awake and that are 
holding the vibration very clearly. Hello, what, who's wandering around my face? What's going on here? Mm -hmm. There was a little spider walking around me. Prosperity. There's a dog laying on my lap, so yeah. <laughs> it's a very animal kingdom uh, talk today. <laughs> So <clears throat> I wasn't saying that there aren't awakened men. I was saying that it's easier for women to awaken because of the cycles and how short they are. They're more inclined to tap into that deeper sense of their intuition within themselves. Easier for that to be navigated because of how in tune women are with not only the physical body, but their spiritual body as well. And as the adoption of the male ego that has caused a bit of a disconnect between that knowing of the body and that, that powerful goddess energy that flows through every single one of you. Um, I have seen awakened men, but I just haven't met personally uh, a man who has a similar cycle in which I view it and I have experienced it. Mm. In Kundalini Yoga, we have really interesting teachings about that. I, I love the men's teachings because um, I think they're really profound. And we're going to have it on LI as well. I, I'm really happy about that. We're going to have a guy which is teaching Kundalini Yoga, but the men's teachings. And mm -hmm. I think it's, um, it is really important um, that the, the, you know, also this this fight between the feminine and the masculine or the fe like the feminist um, movement and the masculine um not liking that is really important that it, it there it ends because both suffered greatly like both sexes suffered greatly in the past like there was tremendous suffering in the female you know with sexual abuse and with um, not being worshipped for what women are, in essence. Like I mean, I mean, women are, like I, I said, uh, I think I wrote it in in Twitter or something. Um, there is no one more important than mothers because they're like, if the moms are good, like if the moms would be a little bit better all over the world, we would have peace within one generation because if moms have a, a nervous system that is working and have more energy and have more um, spiritual practice, so the moms would change the world and they do. But um, having said that, on the other hand, I was like, but I need to also have like a strong um, uh, appreciation for the man, what they're doing. And I think, you know, the suffering is really well visible for me in the animal kin kingdom, like in the way we treat animals. Like for example, with cows, milk cows. So there are all these cows, the milk cows are all girls. There is no boy giving milk. So um, that means when a milk cow, before she can give milk, she needs to birth an, a baby cow. Calf, I think is the name in English, right? Yeah, a calf. Calf, okay, a calf. So she needs to birth in a calf first. And what they do in the industry, 
they the the cow gives birth and the calf is taken away at the moment the mother gives birth and is put away like in a in a little box so the calf is standing there alone in this little box when it's a girl but when it's a boy it's just thrown away that's what they do you know the little boys are not even fed they're just thrown away to die mm. and i know like feminists they say yeah but the uh, we, we the feminine is really mistreated and that is true there's a lot of truth in that but at the same time the masculine dies again for the feminine even in the cow industry right there's one uh taurus that is there but there's one of them and all the others are are being killed because they're not even meat cows. You cannot have them grow up and give meat because the meat cows have a different um, muscle structure. So they wouldn't even give enough meat. So the life would be appreciated. So that means for milk or milk products like mozzarella and cheese and cream and whatever, the masculine cows die. It's so bad. And then the female cows are kept alive to suffer yes so it's and it's this is the storyline of human existence as well so the animal kingdom is just a reflection of what we do with with the human incarnation the same with chickens for example so a chicken can only lay eggs when it's a girl and so the, the, there needs to be a ro rooster. rooster yes thanks those are the those are the special words there needs to be a rooster in each chicken uh, group. There's one rooster and X amount of chickens. So in order for the chicken to lay eggs, that each chicken on this planet can lay, I think, 400 something eggs. Like it's limited. So the chicken were now um, genetically moved to instead of laying eggs, those 400 something eggs a lifetime, instead of laying them within 10 or 12 years, because this is how old chicken would used to get. The old breeds of chicken used to get 12 years old. And now they're genetically moved to give the same amount of eggs within four years. Yes. So that means um, the chicken, the girl chicken, when, they, when, they're, when they're getting out of the egg, so the, the, the industry looks girl or boy, and the boys, yeah, hen. hen, thanks. Hmm. The hens um, are taken and they are put in, in a hen grow up thing. And you know what they do with the boys? They shredder them alive. They just throw them in a shredder. This is what is going on. And again, we say, well, the chicken are suffering. Yes, they are great deal don't get me wrong we're taking all their eggs away and we're we're um and and they're genetically moved to have their eggs in four years and then die and it's wrong it's so wrong but the masculine chicken dies and again the chicken is not growing up and then being used for meat no we're stupid you were stupid humans we throw them away because they don't taste the same like the girls even for the meat factory, it's the same. The, the meat chicken are also the girls because the man chicken, the roosters, have testosterone. 
And testosterone doesn't taste good for people. So they're not eating them. So again, they're shredded. And I could go on, like I analyzed this whole masculine feminine topic, like, you know, I'm very logic. So I try to make sense of everything to explain things. So yes, the feminine suffers greatly from like abuse in many different forms. Female feminines are prostitutes where men are going and paying for sex. I mean, this is like, like if any man that is going to a prostitute really thinks that she's doing this out of free will, like then you're like, I don't know where you stand in your life and I don't know how to help you. But, and, but yes, the female is suffering, but can we speak about the men that are going to war? Can we speak about them suffering as well? Like for me, it's just both energies, both the divine feminine as well as divine, divine masculine are suffering greatly from abuse. But who's the abuser? Who is the ones uh, having interest in this game and playing them out against each other? Who is the, what's the energy? What's the, who is interested in stuff, like in this fight for, for masculine against feminine? Who's interested now in this division that is currently going on with the, with the Coco thing? Sounds like the ego to me. The ego likes to divide and conquer. Mm. So when we talk about the ego, it's like a, it's like an entity. We can talk about it like it's an entity. I see ego because it's easier to say that, but division creates a world where things can become more sensible but when there's no problem a problem must be created now you have no problem therefore i need to create a problem to create a solution and this thing keeps happening over and 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 that can be applied to all the different things to the division between the 99%, well, the 1% is not there. They're just watching. The 99% goes through this, watching. But it was the, the dominant ego that got the 1% to the 1%. Hmm. When you're able to, it's, it's really getting to the point where if more people Obviously, there's topics that need to be spoken about. But as long as these topics are being spoken about and you're doing that internal work within yourself to give yourself space from these ideologies and these belief systems that just are not serving anything. But to the full sense of reality, only seeing the world through the filters rather than seeing reality for exactly as it is the the, the compassion the the willing to listen both sides both yes being able to the masculine energy the masculine will sit there and hold that space as the divine feminine just completely empties 
and just allows. Now, if you fight against that, you're not sitting in that space. When you look at nature, you see, you see the masculine gives the seed and the feminine creates. Whatever a man gives a woman will multiply. Mm. You give space, you give trust, you give love, you just give without that sense of I need something in return. That return is the divine feminine within you. But if you're sitting in your masculine space and you're really just sitting there and whatever you give, whatever the, the, the feminine receives will multiply. So yeah. if, you're, if you're feeding scarcity, if you're feeding fear, if you're feeding insecurity, that's going to reflect right back. That's going to multiply. And because the, the feminine is so in tune, if they're not aware enough, they may start identifying with that as well. So then there's this dynamic going back and forth. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking, um, this also leads then to relationship patterns, mm -hmm. attachment styles, like all the, all the theories and methodologies and techniques that are like now out. This is all an explanation of what's already in you and being reflected on the outside of you. And also what we see today in the world um, with um, the animal kingdom and with the, the division of vaccinated and unvaccinated people, the division of like, you name it, like it doesn't matter like where it is and, and what the division looks like. But what we have to understand is on a collective level, what we see in society currently going on is what's within people. It's, what, it's a direct reflection of the, of the division within each and every single member of society. And that's why when they say, um, you just need to do your work and then the planet will change. And uh, like in the past for me, that was always very difficult to understand. I was like, well, how can one person really matter? Like, how is that possible? And it is possible because when you are not vibrating division anymore from within, that means around you, people can vibrate oneness. That means around them, people can start to vibrate oneness. That means around them. And this causes a ripple effect. So like in Switzerland, it's really interesting. Um, we have, we have a lot of, um, we have a lot of stubborn people here because we're a mountain country, <laughs> but it's really good that they're so stubborn because what they do is they, have a very clear feeling of what's right and what's not. And I think this whole division at the moment um, that is going on on this planet, um, there are a lot of people that understand men and women from a, from a deep rooted feeling that something is off. They just cannot tell you what it is. So what's currently played is, is it's played. So everybody knows something is off because humans are very smart. 
people are smart. Like whether it's in a, in a job that you are, um, like your boss telling you shit and you, like everybody knows that it's not about what he says, but it's about something else. Like people are really smart. They have this gut feeling. And even if they don't have intuition, they have very good gut feelings. They know like when you lie to someone, people know. And th that's what's currently going on. Like everybody knows, everybody has this feeling something is off, like something isn't right. But what's currently done is this feeling of something is not right is being um, is being guided towards the 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 outside knowledge that it's about a pandemic. So everybody's like something is not right, and then they're they're like there is a pandemic. <laughs> so everybody's like, oh, that's why something is not right. There is a pandemic. Something is not right, right? So the pandemic gives sense to what's not right. So they link this together. And, but maybe it's not. Maybe just something is not right at the moment. And when things don't add up like when you look at numbers and statistics and and when you try to find out what's going on and and things just don't add up then there's a hidden agenda so there's some probably there's something else what's going on because people still are like now they're still like something is not right and then now it's projected towards vaccinated and non-vaccinated people that's what they do at the moment, right? The projection of something is not right, of this gut feeling is now, it's the people that are vaccinated, it's the people that are unvaccinated, depending on which side of the game you stand. And what I would like to say with that is, again, my question always is, who's profiting from division? who's profiting from like the masculine feminine discussion or the vaccinated unvaccinated or the um it's also with race for example black and white and asian and all this division who's profiting from that who's like wh what energy wants us to think that we're not one with everything that there is on this planet yeah, that's my thought pattern to this whole discussion. Asking the right questions is important. Mm. And I feel also to say, that's what I keep telling my clients. Whenever you're not in a state of happiness and, and like you feel good in your body and you, you feel creative and you feel like, moving on whenever you're not in this positive state there is something that wants to be seen 
there's something that wants to be felt. There's something that wants to be recognized within. And people that have great success in life, they, they very often, very um, intuitively feel those blocks, feel those, those emotions, those things that want to be seen. And they, they find a solution for those. So things are moving forward. And this is within personal work the same. You, you, we all have collective things coming within our system. We all have um, ancestor information working through our system. So when we, we are entering this body, when we are born, and the, the, the goal is to leave it in a better vibration than when we came. That's the whole part of being human, right? This is all there is. There is, you come in a vibration and you leave in a better one. That's all you need to do. So in order to do that, you need to cleanse and clear certain things. Like in, in some spiritual um, practices, it's called karma. In others, it's called uh, resonance. Like you name it, you, you say to it whatever you want. But this is the mm. game. When you feel good, just don't change anything. Yes. When you're good, just sit in it. Stay there. Don't allow the mind to create a problem that that's not there. That doesn't exist. Mm. Yes. Now, when a problem arises, uh, try changing the verbiage to from problem to obstacle or challenge something that's lighter be very general about it not something that's very emotionally driven so you can be able to witness and recognize what really causes a reaction and being able to give space from that that doesn't mean neglect and push away that just means space it, it has allowing space isn't about pushing things away it's inviting things it's inviting it because when you're constantly pushing things down in a way you're telling it it doesn't matter and it never should and it, it's not the natural flow of things you can't try and grow a flower and constantly pull out the soil as it's trying to grow and constantly flooding it with water and constantly keeping it in the shade, unless it's a plant that, that doesn't really need much sunlight, but you, you get the gist of what I'm saying. Giving space is opening to everything. That even means opening to things that we call negative, but being able to accept it for what it is in that moment, that doesn't allow any room for illusion for delusion, for any of it. It allows you to see things exactly as they are right there in that moment. And you don't have to go, well, this is good, this is bad. You said, this is just what it is. This feels good. This feels lighter. I feel lighter. Oh, you know, there's something that's not feeling very light. What is it? You know, maybe, hold on, let me just take a deep breath. Oh, okay. That came up. Okay, let me just sit with it. Okay. Oh, it just...
And now you're no longer pushing away life. All of it is life. Even those experiences that we don't want, quotation fingers, to experience. It's still an experience of life. It's all life. Be inviting to life. And you'll see that these things that you once had negative thoughts towards, which, you know, if there's certain things that come up in you, you're like, well, I really don't want to experience that again. I get it. But there's certain things where you just never gave it an opportunity or chance because you thought that you would have a negative experience from it. Now you allow yourself to be more open and more inviting. Now you never know what that experience could be. Whether that could be you going skydiving, absolutely terrified, but you're open. It comes in your experience. Take the leap. The universe will catch you. I love to give um, exercises to my clients, like for a week or something. So I'm challenging our listeners to an exercise this week. Um, if someone proposes anything to you this week, unless it's drugs. Yes, within reason. <laughs> <laughs> say yes. Even though if you would normally say no, even though if you think you have no time, even though if you, like whatever your mind is like currently like. I will also jump on that as well i will i will completely play with that exercise because oh, i'm going traveling okay, i'm going I, I traveling this week okay let's all do it together and share the yes. experience okay and what's funny is in the tarot reading this was the divine feminine really creative energy yes. so this is going to yes so let's say more yes let's have a yes week until next week or whenever you're listening to this podcast, from now on, there is a seven-day yes week. Yes, there's your practice. And it's an amazing practice because what's really interesting in life is the flow of life is working through your physical body, your, your auric field, and it presents you with ways where you can go. And usually we say you have to be very discerning where, where you want to invest your energy, yada, yada, yada. Yes, yes, you have to. But let's have a week of fun, a week of trial, a week of, of yes. Yes to life, yes to new things, yes to new opportunities, yes to... Yes to more change. Yes to divine feminine creations. Yes to creating. Yes to vlogging. Make that video. You've been, if you're listening to this, you've been thinking about starting making videos on something that you're extremely passionate about. Do it right now. Put the camera on and just do it. Don't worry about the editing. Don't worry about none of the, the music. Don't worry about any. Just press play, record, and do what you love. Yes. More yes. I yes. think we will create a campaign with that. We like, are. We the are. Yes campaign. Yes. yes. <laughs> I can already see it. It's yes. Yeah, with me the, too. yeah I can see it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So I'm getting on Canva. 
love that. So Dennis is going away this week. Yes. On a trip. Mm-hmm. We may push the podcast back a day. Yes. We have to because mm-hmm. he's on the road then. Yeah. But we're coming in Tuesday next week instead of Monday. And um, yeah. And then we will tell you about the yes stories that we have. Yes. Uh, also, share on our social media as yes. well. Please hashtag yes. Share. We're going to, yes, put hashtag yes. Yes to? Yes to blossoming. Yes to unity. Yes to unity. Okay. Let's hashtag have- yes to unity. Tag it on whatever social media platform you ha- you use. Yes to unity, um, and just create your whatever you create. Anything amazing that happens, just post it. Oh yeah, pictures. Way to see all the things. Yes, this is so cool. Yes, and yet all you week. can also tag us, like if you mm-hmm. want to. Yes, um, I'm more than happy to share everything in my social media. Yeah, my handles. I am. I dot am dot oneness or it's I period am period. It's it's it written underneath the podcast, all our social media handles. Okay, perfect. I have it in the description. Yeah, I'll be doing a bunch of uh, content creation this week as well while I'm traveling. Mm. Uh, it's going to be a great journey. I cannot wait to see that mm-hmm. content. <laughs> It is going to be yes to unity. (laughs) Yes to unity. Okay, amazing. I hope you like this podcast, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. We love you. Make sure to check out the the weekly tarot on Vision. If you haven't already, please check out my alley. It is subscription-based and it has everything that you're looking for. Yoga, breath work, tai chi, chi uh, qigong. It, it, the list goes on. Teachers, amazing, amazing individuals bringing in this beautiful, abundant energy to help you right on your couch. You don't have to go anywhere. You can literally sit on your couch. You can sit in your yeah. living room. You can go in your own little sacred space and you can do all of that. Um, so check it out. Also, I love you. Love you too, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Lovely having you with us at Alley Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at Alley.vision or write us an email at contact at Alley.vision.